Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! A couple of quick updates before we get into the show. This season of Baking Show may be over, but our coverage is not. Next episode, we plan on doing an episode with our overall impressions of Season 10, including topics such as Bakers who we thought should have made it further Bakers who we thought made it further than they should have Funniest Noel lines And overall favorite moments from this past season After that, we plan on covering the great British baking show Holiday Season 2, which is premiering on Netflix on November 8th. So mark your calendars for more British baking content. And remember to stick around to the end of the show where... Q and I play Chubby Bunny. Chubby Bunny. Actually, it's really just Q. Chubby Bunny. Finally, we wanted to take a quick second to thank all of our new listeners. Listeners in places such as Michigan. New York. Oregon. Alaska. California. Thank Thank you you for for listening. listening. 30 challenges. 10 weeks. And 13 bakers down to one. M, are you ready to talk about the finale of Bake Off Season 10? Let's do it. The highly anticipated moment of the season. Woo! <laughs> Do you have any overall thoughts before we get into the recap? I just thought it was epic. I mean, it came down to three really good bakers. Anyone could have won this. I thought it was pretty epic as well. I thought it was super heart wrenching. Yes. And one of the most emotional finales of the show I've seen. I've watched all the baking show finales on Netflix up to this point, and this was the most emotional one for me. Yeah, I've never seen you cry so much before. Right? I've never seen the contestants cry this much before either. <laughs> oh, that's right. Them. A lot of tears were spilled. <laughs> a lot of tears and souffle batter. Mm. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> In the introduction, Sandy convinces Noel to get into a cannon. Launches him. He is stuck in a tree. <laughs> she says, this is not rocket science. Right. During the preview, we're reminded of the season finalists. Steph, the auto shop baker assistant. What is an auto shop baker assistant? <laughs> is that somebody who helps somebody who Steph, makes cake cars? Steph, the auto shop Our- assistant, who's won four star bakers. Alice, the geography teacher, who's won two star bakers and was star baker in the semifinal. And my boy David, the international health advisor, who's won no star bakers. Very unbiased. But very consistently second place. <laughs> So online um, reading before the show, the consensus I got was Steph was the favorite. Everybody thought Steph was going to win it. Definitely. Everybody thought Alice had a legit chance to take it. She's been doing well in the past couple of weeks, and she was Star Baker last episode. That's right. And the underdog was David, because he never got Star Baker. So I think now's a good time to recap our predictions from last week on last week's podcast. You made the prediction that Alice was going to win the series. I did. Sticking with it. I said David and then called us both crazy for not picking stuff. <laughs> it's been the favorite all season. We'll revisit this one. So as the bakers enter the tent, it looks pretty empty. There's no theme this week. I guess the theme of the week could be finale or emotional breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> For the signature challenge, the bakers were asked to make the ultimate chocolate cake that should be rich in chocolates and be beautifully decorated. The bakers get two hours 
Noel says that this should be the Mona Lisa of cakes, which is a green woman with no eyebrows. <laughs> Noel's great. Noel's great. <laughs> I think Noel is one of the MVPs of this episode. Definitely. So we get a nice little segment where we kind of meet the parents of each of the bakers. Yeah, it was really cool to see where they came from. Alice's dad gushed about his daughter, said baking was her passion. She always found it very easy to put the effort in, prepare well, and think things through. With good management, you can do anything. Steph's mother mentioned that she wasn't in a good place last year, and baking has been hugely influential in helping her get better or get to a better place. Steph's step-grandma says that if she didn't win, she would cry. <laughs> David's parents said that they're very proud of him. He's been baking since he was a child. We also get like a nice little cute child photo of all the, the finalists. David turned to nursing to make a difference in people's lives. His partner and his parents are very proud of him. So moving on to the signature bakes. Alice made a chocolate, pear, ginger, and maple cake. When she was describing it, Paul said the poached pears and chocolate are an interesting flavor, which made her kind of nervous. We could tell that Alice had a little bit of trouble during her signature. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, her cake just didn't hold the form. Yeah. I remember at one point she was taking it out of the tin and then it kind of broke apart. It did. And then she stuck it back in again. Yeah, she stuck it back in. So it was a little clumsy, and I think the judges picked up on that. During judging, they said that they liked the dripping effect of the cake. The texture was good, but one of the criticisms Paul really had was that there was no real chocolate in it. It was just cocoa powder. Yeah. Which seemed like a big oversight. Prue was okay with the flavors. Yeah, she thought it was balanced well. But her criticism was that the bake didn't look good. The cake kind of suffered in appearance. It didn't. Moving on to David, David made a chocolate, almanac, and prune cake. While he was describing it, Paul asked about the prune distribution because he is OCD about that. (laughs) (laughs) During his bake, David also left a pot on the stove, which was kind of uncharacteristic of him. You don't really see him making much mistakes. And he also asked an invisible man for ice. (laughs) And Noel helped him out with that. Noel gave a lot of assists in this. Yeah, he also helped him out with the pot. Mm -hmm. During judging, the judges said he had a good shine. The bake was well textured, but had too much booze. It was too boozy. There was too much armoneck. You could see his reflection in it. It was great. That was amazing. We can also smell it from like just watching it. (laughs) I think his strategy was to get Prue so drunk that she would give him (laughs) Starbaker or let him win. Moving on to Steph. Steph uh, was pretty classic and stuck to her guns. She made a black forest chocolate cake. The judges said that it was very 70s. It had distinctive layers. It was certainly chocolate. Slightly overbaked, but a very good cake overall. She had those gold leaf cherries on top. Yeah. Gold leaf is always a good idea um, for decoration, I think. So David used real chocolate in his cake. Steph also? Steph also. Real chocolate, right? Alice suffered the most because she's cocoa. Just cocoa. And also her cake leaned. So at the end of the segment, the order of people who did well was, I think Steph did the best. Mm -hmm. David did the second best. Mm -hmm. And Alice did the third best, unfortunately. Yeah. Steph had the best combination of looks good, tastes good. Moving on to the final technical challenge. The technical challenge was set by Paul. 
the bakers were given the task to create six twice-baked Stilton souffles completed with biscuits. They were only given an hour and ten minutes. That's like no time at all yeah. to do anything. That's how long it would take for me to eat a souffle. That's a stretch. <laughs> I could probably eat all six souffles in an hour and ten. You wouldn't even need an hour and ten to eat six souffles. <laughs> souffle challenge. Right. <laughs> so Paul's advice during this challenge was, on this challenge, you have to be delicate. And then there was also a weird joke where Paul and Prue just stood there. Yeah. When they told them to, to leave, because they have to do a blind judging, right. they just stood there until Prue broke character. Yeah. And apparently this was very funny to them yeah. because they all had a good laugh out of it. So I think the story of this challenge was kind of a struggle. I think the story of this challenge was struggle. Just like that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alice and Steph both struggled a lot. Especially Steph, uh, who we saw struggle from the beginning. While she was beating her eggs, she kind of doubted herself. And she, I think she overbeat her eggs. And crucially, she decided to use cold water. Or the Pan Marie. That's right. The other two used hot water. Correct. She used cold water. She also filled hers higher to the brim than right. the other two. We saw that. When it came time for judging, Steph unfortunately got third place. Her cold water didn't work out. The judges said her souffles were like soup. Souffles. Yeah. Souffles. <laughs> and her eggs were beaten to death. During judging, I felt really bad for her because she was crying. So hard to watch. And they were criticizing her while she was crying. This was like the turning point of the whole season. I think so too. Not just the episode. Yeah. It was rough. Alice got second place. The judges said her flu flavors were undercooked and gluey. They They were good flavor, but very pale. Very pale. She has a theme for the last few episodes. Pale. Of pale bakes. (laughs) Pale bakes. And David got first place in the Technico, which was great because he got second place six times. And he's only gotten first once before. But it's David's time. David's time to shine. <laughs> and he peaked at the right moment. During judging, they just said it had a nice color. The souffle was substantial and it was baked through and delicious. So before we move on to the showstopper, we get a little drama. Alice gets an upsetting phone call that her parents were attending a wedding in Ireland and their flight home was canceled. They may not make it in time to support her. She was visibly upset. Yeah, I felt really bad for her. I did too. You could tell she was shaken up, especially right before she had to do this final challenge. Right. For the final showstopper challenge, the bakers were required to create a deceptive illusion picnic basket feast that was comprised of cakes, biscuits, and enriched breads that were presented to look like something else. They were given four and a half hours. Alice decided to make an end-of-the-school-year celebration picnic, which included raspberry macaroons, ice cream cones, and scotch eggs from carrot cake. So, I have an issue to pick with the judges (laughs) (laughs) when it came to Alice. They kept going up to her and asking her, like, hey, do you think your parents are going to make it? <laughs> like, at one point, Sandy actually asked her, 
So who's coming in to support you today? They had to have known. They knew. They definitely right? knew. And they actually made her cry. You mean every time they asked <laughs> yeah, her? every time they asked her. <laughs> they made Alice cry. There were a lot of things against Alice during this yeah. bake. Paul actually said, are they swimming here? When <laughs> he was talking about the bears. Which was terrible. That was pretty cold. Paul's very cold. When it came time for judging, they said that Alice's buns didn't have very much flavor from the blueberry. The carrot cake was good. The macaroons only looked like one strawberry. Of all the macaroons, one was strawberry shaped. Yeah. And overall, she had a pretty good effort. Moving on to David. David decided to make a peachy picnic, which was a cheese board made from biscuits and pancakes with an edible tablecloth. He also made a lemon pound cake that looked like a blue cheese and fig rolls that looked like sausage rolls. So during David's bake, I kind of saw that he was the only one that was actually not stressed out or not on the verge of a, like emotional breakdown. He was cool. He was calm. He looked like he had eight hours. <laughs> he was just chilling the whole time. So all the bakers were tasked to make a nougatine basket. Okay. <laughs> when he put his basket together, it looked like he ordered it and got it delivered from some high-end market. That was crazy. <laughs> I think even when the other contestants looked at it, they were like, what the? I'm pretty sure David secretly sells nougatine baskets online. <laughs> During judging, the judges said that saffron really works well. The bakes looked great and tasted just as good, which hasn't always been the case with David's bakes throughout this season. Paul said that his creation was stunning and exceptional, and Prue said, bravo, David. Pretty high praise there. Mm -hmm. He finally put everything together. Moving on to Steph, Steph decided to make a picnic in the park, which included strawberry macaroons and lemon poppy seed chicken burger. That was a big burger. <laughs> that burger was big. Yeah, it was a good burger. I would totally eat that burger in cake form or chicken form. <laughs> Uh, during the bake, you could see Steph had a lot of trouble. Um, some of her batters weren't turning out right. There was a moment where Noel went over to her. Yeah, he really did help out a lot. Yeah, Noel was very helpful in comforting Steph during this whole uh, showstopper challenge. When it came time for judging, the judges noticed right away that the basket she made had issues. They said the strawberries didn't have a glisten to it. Her buns were kind of flat and didn't have the right topping. And her burger, which uh, was clever and looked clever, didn't have flavor and was overbaked. So pretty heart-crushing for stuff. Rough couple days for her. Yeah, I mean, she usually does very well, but I think she was just kind of thrown off um, from maybe the stress, maybe not doing well in the technical. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it carried over. You could tell that she was uh, kind of upset because at the end of this segment, she's crying. Paul comes over, gives her a hug. And Paul is normally an emotionist robot. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a pretty nice moment. So we kind of get like a little segment where the judges are talking about the showstoppers. They rule out Steph right away, which is kind of heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And then they say it's between Alice and David. 
And they also say that David's kind of come into his own, which is a uh, I agree with. No bias there. No bias there. <laughs> and we also get a nice little segment um, just showing the picnic. We had some bakers. All the bakers, actually, from the season returned for the picnic. And the best news of all, Alice's parents make it. Alice's parents made it. Which was a, a nice moment. And we're very happy that they were there to uh, be there for her during the finale. Especially because she was asked about it every 10 minutes. <laughs> right. And we see some of the bakers from this season um, kind of give their thoughts on who they thought would win. Michael said he couldn't make a decision. He wants everybody to win. And also there was a guy that showed up and I was like, I don't remember this guy. (laughs) (laughs) It's been so long. So everyone's gathered. The judges walk to the picnic and they're ready to announce their decision. At this point, because we watched it together, M, I turned to you and I said, David, 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 David. <laughs> you did. And David had done so clearly well that I think if anybody else won, I would have rioted on your couch. <laughs> well, I for one am very glad. By so the luckily, <laughs> what happened is David won, which was amazing. Congratulations, so David. And David is the first person to win Bake Off without winning Star Baker, which is pretty impressive. But if there was anyone that who's going to do that, I think it was him. He was so close to Star Baker each week. And as equally as happy as I was for David, I was also kind of very sad about stuff. I felt like this wasn't kind of in her character. She normally does very well. And I also felt like she thought she could have done better during this challenge, mm-hmm. which is very tragic. It was. It was hard to watch. Yeah, she said that maybe it was one week too many, and she saved the worst till last, which is rough. Sad times for stuff. But, I mean, her family's there, and hopefully they can comfort her. She overall is a great baker. And season-wise, I think she was the best baker when you consider the whole season. Then why didn't she win? (laughs) Is it because they only consider the last episode or the last challenges a lot of weight went into this last episode right i think think that's how they decided is they judge it week by week it's not really clear (laughs) (laughs) so during the epilogue and we get some nice moments with all the bakers from the season it turns out michael went on a road trip and visited all the bakers (laughs) (laughs) he was like in every photo yeah Uh, rosie was hanging out with her beloved animals which was pretty cute very cool um our favorite goth helena was preparing for Halloween with Henry at her side wearing a tie. <laughs> Henry also had a tie during the picnic and nobody else had that. And finally, we get a nice moment with David. Uh, we learned that he moved in with his partner and they're very proud of each other. All right, let's move into our segments. So first segment, what was your favorite bake of the episode? My favorite bake of the episode was Everything that David made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was it was really good. He had a brilliant couple of days. But my favorite thing, hands down, were Alice's scotch eggs that were made out of carrot cake. Yeah, those look I thought legit. those were really cool. And if there was one thing that I could pick, it would be that. For me, 
I'm gonna pick that nicotine basket that David. That was cool. That thing was super clean. It looked like. But would you want to eat that? Maybe. I I I want to eat David's whole basket. Yeah, the whole basket. I agree. That cheese was amazing. The blue cheese, the decoration on it. That was actually lemon pound cake. Sounded pretty amazing. Yeah, it was great. Good choice. Moving on to our second segment. What do you think was the funniest moment? Okay, so my funniest moment actually wasn't from the show, but because we watched it together, my funniest moment was the look on your face when you thought that I spilled the outcome when I told you that Alice won the show prior to us watching. Right when I came over to watch the show, (laughs) Em looks at me and says, oh my gosh, I can't believe Alice won. You literally froze in shock. And I wasn't sure if you were upset because I spilled the beans or if you were just sad that David didn't win. I was upset at the world. I was ready to <laughs> quit the podcast. You I was going to turn around and go home and uh, burn my Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest moment for me. <laughs> uh, for me, the funniest moment was kind of actually kind of dark. It's when they were trying to... Well, they weren't really comforting Alice, but when they went up to Alice and they asked her about her parents, and Paul said, are your parents going to swim here? <laughs> He's so cold. Which is terrible, but also funny. It was. It was funny. But just not the right time. Not the right time, which made it funnier for me. I, okay. So, Bake Off, season 10. Overall, I think it was an amazing season. And I think David was an upset story but also he deserved it if this was the last episode and they were judging on that he definitely peaked at the right time and put everything together you gotta gotta give it to him i'm gonna miss the show i'm sad it's over but i'm excited to talk about more baking show that's right we have our recap show please stay tuned we have plenty more baking content for you So before we go, we made a bet last episode. I bet that Rosie was going home. You said that Alice was going home. I won. So you're going to play Chubby Bunny. Alice got Star Baker that week. You're going to play Chubby Bunny. We have marshmallows on the table. (laughs) Let's see how many marshmallows you can put in your mouth. Let's do it. All right. Zero marshmallows. Give us a Chubby Bunny. Chubby Bunny. Yeah, that sounds like you have five marshmallows in your mouth. Chubby Bunny. Okay, good. Clear. Ready? As fast as you can. One marshmallow. Chubby bunny. All right. Two marshmallows. Chubby bunny. <laughs> Three marshmallows. Chubby bunny. Wait, is it getting clearer? No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> Four marshmallows. Chubby bunny. Five marshmallows. Chubby bunny. Oh my gosh. Six marshmallows. Okay. I think I'm going to have to help you with a Heimlich here. Six marshmallows. Chubby bunny. That was very good. <laughs> We don't large marshmallows. <laughs> They're not regular sized. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned next week. All right. <laughs>